Hey, it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode eight of the Your Time to Grow podcast. I'm going to come straight in with a question this week. Are you your own worst enemy? I'm asking because I've spoken to three people this week who are being hard on themselves. And it can be easier to forgive others before we forgive ourselves. And some of us hold ourselves more accountable and to a much higher standard than we hold others. So this week, it's time to stop being so hard on yourself. Margie Worrell, author of the book Brave, wrote an article for the Huffington Post on why it's so important not to be so hard on yourself. In it, she said, The negative emotions we create by being overly hard on ourselves not only erode our happiness, but change our physiology. Beating up on yourself actually narrows your peripheral vision so that, both metaphorically and literally, you can see less opportunity to address your challenges, fix your mistakes and create the opportunities you want. Now we all make mistakes, we're all human, and if you were talking to a child you would say they were learning, so it's time to take that advice for yourself. There's a quick technique you can use with yourself and the kids' result to step back into an observer role and ask yourself what the good things are in the situation. They could be things like something positive you've learned about yourself, observing how the experience has helped you grow in some way, seeing your friends, families, colleagues in a new, more appreciative light, knowing that if this happens again, you have the confidence to know what to do, or perhaps you've gained a new skill. One of the people I was talking with had done this exactly. Faced with an injury which forced them to slow down, they realised that they had to slow down in life more generally and told me that if this hadn't happened, they would have missed the bigger lesson. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's easy, that you'll find the good immediately and or in any situation. But for many people, even the worst events can bring about something positive in the long run, even if it was just knowing you got through it. When we make mistakes, we gain wisdom and strength, often that we didn't know we had. So remember that life is a learning process, a series of steps we take, hopefully towards our best self. Handle yourself with care and patience as you take this journey. I want you to imagine another scenario for a moment. Imagine that someone you love said to you, I'm useless at everything. What would you say? Perhaps something like, of course you're not useless, you just need to keep trying, or, okay, so that didn't go to plan, but I bet you've learned from it. How we speak to ourselves is important. When we tell ourselves over and over that we're useless, or too slow or not experienced enough, you're hurting yourself. To combat it, do the technique I mentioned earlier, so finding the good in something, or imagine that you're giving yourself the same advice as you would give to that loved one and remind yourself of the good. For example, I learnt a lot and next time I would do it differently, or I've come a long way since I started this journey. You get the idea. I've said it before, we're all doing the best we can with the information we have at the time. You can't know something until you know it. That's the beauty of hindsight. So be kind to yourself. You may learn additional things later that would change the way you'd respond in the future. But at the time of the event, you made the best decision you could. Remember we have the choice to choose how we react to a situation. Sid Smith said, You can suffer from a life experience... Or you can learn, move on and thrive. The choice of how you react to an experience is yours. 
You can continue to be hard on yourself, but ask yourself, is it helpful? I can tell you that it isn't. To give yourself meaning, you need to find a way to learn and grow from the experience. And if you're someone who replays a situation over and over in their mind, then there are other strategies you may need to employ. From examining your feelings and why it matters so much, all the way through to how you focus on what you do want, all of which I'd recommend talking to a coach about. The best option is to move on, let the past go and give yourself permission to stop being hard on yourself. Self-critique is important for growth, but you do need to commit to being fair with yourself. Constant negative assessments lead to low self-esteem, which in turn lead to acts of self-sabotage. You can listen to my podcast from last week all about that. You can begin to feel you don't deserve happiness and so you put less effort into achieving your goals and you fail and you feel bad. Cue a vicious circle. I had a conversation with a client about a month ago about routines. I said to her, you know, it's okay to change your routine if you want to. Is it? She replied. We often are so hard on ourselves that we forget to give ourselves permission to change. And when I say change, I mean to take action, to do something new to stop doing something. Permission is normally attained by getting approval from someone else. But when it comes to our own lives, most, if not all the time, we can only give ourselves permission to change, to be happy, to be successful, to be imperfect, to be anything we choose. How many times have you asked a question that you already knew the answer to, hoping someone would give you the answer you needed? But if you had to go for it anyway, How has that changed your thinking and feeling about it? Coming back to my client, we talked about how her life had changed recently, giving her more freedom to do as she chose. She had the freedom to choose anything that she wanted, but that choice was paralysing. Never had she had so much freedom, and this was all a bit unfamiliar and scary. That's the thing about change. It is scary sometimes, even when you've chosen it. My client giving herself permission to choose her daily routine was, and is, important as it directly affects her happiness. Because when you feel you have no choice, it can lead to unhappiness. So it got me thinking, why is giving yourself permission to change so important? Yes, it can affect your happiness, but is there more to it than that? So here are my top three reasons for giving yourself permission to change. Number one, you deserve it. Really, you do. Living the life you want is not dependent on your qualifications or experience. It isn't dependent on your age or any other excuse you might care to use. If it were, then it would be true for everyone. And if you really don't feel that you can give yourself permission to change, let me do that for you. It's okay to live the life you want. You are worthy of it. Number two, giving yourself permission is the same as accepting yourself. Whether you're giving yourself permission to stop and rest, to go and work harder, to cry, to laugh, it doesn't matter. It's actually acknowledging yourself in that moment. In that moment, you can be who you are, no pretenses or facades. So why not recognising yourself and allowing yourself to be accepted in all moments of your life? Number three, it allows you to choose. When you know that you are the boss of you, there is no should. Giving yourself permission you need to make the choices you want to make means that you have the opportunity to make positive choices for yourself and be the person you want to be. So the key 
Acknowledge you've learnt your lesson, that you've grown and start focusing on your future. Thanks so much for listening today. Remember to leave any comments or questions and I'll pop back and answer them. You can join my Facebook group for live videos, webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe. And if you're struggling with change and you'd like help, then please get in touch over at www.yourtimetogrow.com. And don't forget to join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.